I'm Ryan Nidell, host of 15 Minutes to Freedom, your daily action guide to getting shit done. As I've went back and listened to a handful of my old podcasts or even somewhat new podcasts, I realized just how ridiculous it sounds when I ask you to leave me a five-star review. So I need to apologize for ever even doing that. Like, it's just the polar opposite of how I am. Nonetheless, thanks for tuning in. Today's issue and episode is washed up. So in today's episode of 15 Minutes of Freedom, I'm going to share with you why I might be washed up and what it might mean for this podcast. So I believe in signs. I believe in the fact that nothing happens by chance, that everything in life has more of a divine reason than I might be present in the moment to understand, but nonetheless, there's some reason as to why everything happens. And so I want to share a story with you about a longtime listener who you know, has been a part of this journey, she says, for almost the entire 150 episodes. And she's messaged me through Instagram and shared some really impactful things, some great lessons about her life and her boyfriend's life. I've actually been so fortunate to hop on a call with her and her boyfriend before, talking about some of the issues that they have, and not as a couple per se, just some of their you know self-defeating beliefs and limiting capabilities. And so what happens is, you know, she feels bonded to me now. And as she feels bonded, and I, I, ho- I hope you're listening, and I'm going to leave your name out of it, but I hope you're listening right now, there's this message that comes up across her that says, you know, look, you might just need to stop the podcast. You know, this might be enough. You might kind of be washed up essentially where it doesn't seem like you enjoy doing this like you once did. Maybe it's time just to essentially hang up the mic. And so I received this, you know, this is a message that I fully let into who I am. And in receiving this message, I have to take stock of if she's right. Like I've shared with you on multiple different occasions that if, as far as taking advice from other people, if I wouldn't trade places with them, I I have to run it through a filter of, is this serving me? Is it not? Is this beneficial? Where's this coming from? Do I even care? And again, just in complete transparency, this is what the thought processes are that I go through as someone essentially says, look, your podcast is kind of sucking right now. Without saying it, that's that's the way it feels. That's the perception or reception that I'm getting or giving. And so she shares that, and I think about it before I respond. Of course, there's the instant thing where I want to fire back and say, you know, fuck you. Like, no. Like, I'm not washed up. Like, it's your fault. Like, that's the carnal reaction inside my soul at that moment. Like, who are you to tell me that I am washed up, that this podcast isn't worth a damn? But I hold on a second, and I let that message percolate a little little bit more. I let it sink down deeper into my soul, and I question why I feel that way in the moment. Like, what is causing me to feel this angst and animosity? Well, the answer is she's a little bit right. That some of the podcasts that I put out don't have the same fire. They don't have the same energy behind them. Maybe some of them, I'm not mailing it in, but maybe the message that I'm sharing isn't so impactful. And so I have to look at it. She's coming from a place in this moment where she has been a longtime listener and she's giving feedback to hopefully either make me change how I'm delivering a message, inspire me to be a better person, or to stop recording. And so I'm receiving this and I think about it. And I share with her the same thing I've shared with you, the listener, that I do believe there's a point on this journey 
that you've been going down with me, that the message can become stale. I called it the 90-day challenge. That if you've listened to 90 days straight of content, eventually you're going to get numb to the message. Now, if you're a new listener, this might sound foreign to you. But I literally encourage every listener to stop listening after 90 days straight. Because at some point, there isn't a new lesson to learn from what you're hearing from me. You know, the first time you heard me admit openly to using anabolic steroids, it was a shock to your system. It's, holy shit, this guy's actually saying this on the microphone. Like, nobody says this stuff. The first time I had a, a crucial and critical conversation based around being unfaithful to my now wife back when we first got together, not right now. It, again, was a jar. It was a pattern interrupt to the content that you probably typically consume. So you're compelled. I want more. I want more of this because you think about it in our lives. Why is it then if we're driving on an interstate and there's an accident on the left-hand side of the road and we're going on the right-hand side of the road, we'll call it north and southbound, an accident happens on the southbound lane and we're traveling northbound, why does northbound traffic back up? Because we all slow down to look at the train wreck. We all slow down to see what went on in this other lane, which is, to me, part of the reason why many of you have been along this journey. You're waiting for the next train wreck. Well, as this podcast started out, as, and it's taken its twists and turns, it started with me sharing meditation journalings for the first 10, 15 episodes. If you go back and listen to episode 1 through 15, they are dramatically different than the current day iteration. Different in you can hear me clicking through notes on my uh, computer. Different in the way that I deliver the message. Different in the sound quality based off microphone and environment. It was a different podcast for those first 15. But here we are in the 150s, and it's been much more consistent where I step into the studio, I have a note in my phone of a subject, just a title, the lead-in that I have. I have that note, and I sit down and I record. That's my formula. And sure, from a marketing standpoint, there's actually a deeper formula I'll share with you. That formula, for those of you that have been part of my coaching programs or are just asking me questions about marketing and how to take an idea to market, it's the same thing for everything that we do in a marketing message. What has went on? Why does it matter? What is the lesson learned? And how can you apply it? What, why, lesson learned, apply? I'll say it one more time. What, why, lesson learned, apply? My social media posts, the podcast, everything that I do has an intent. My intent, though, is a slow game. I don't ask you to buy things. There's not a sponsorship. I'm not bombarding you with shit messaging. What I'm doing is sharing real-life things that have happened to me, around me, for me, what has happened, why it matters, what's the lesson I learned from it, and how do you apply it to your life. That is the formula for this podcast. Some of those messages, some of the things that go on in my life, are not that sexy. If I were to create a podcast, you know, I'm going to record it, so it's not this one. It's not the next episode you will hear because I already have notes on that. It's the following one. It's going to be about buying shoes to prove a point that I learned a lesson buying shoes. Yes, tennis shoes that I'm wearing on my feet now, I learned a lesson in that moment because part of this whole thing, part of 15 minutes of freedom, part of getting shit done is having a presence and a conscious awareness of what's going on every day, 
to you, around you, and for you. And when you have that conscious awareness, you can start to work on altering the decisions you make to increase the output of that situation. Another way to say it is, when you realize you're doing dumb shit, you can eventually stop doing dumb shit. The story over a five-month period of my life, I haven't done a bunch of extra dumb shit. It's not as sexy. I get it. So what happens is, again, this woman shares these messages with me, and I take it, and I receive it, and I tell her about the 90 days, and look, like take a break from the podcast. Love you to death. Thanks for being along for the journey for the 90, 120, 140 episodes. See you later. It's not for you anymore. Leave. You know, I put out more content in five months than most people do in three years. Now, the average podcast is once a week, 52 weeks a year. By the time this episode airs, it will be 155 episodes or more into my series. So if you're listening to a podcast that's a once-a-week podcast, of course you're not going to get quite as tired of that person and their messaging. It's logic. It's crazy. But then in that, let's push that out to the side for a second because I'm walking you through literally how I felt and thought. There's some truth in it. Some of my podcasts that I've shot as of late, like I'm checking a box. I come in the studio because I know I need content because I've committed to 1,460 consistent episodes. For those of you that don't know, that is four years of straight, seven-day-a-week content delivered. That content's going to be delivered free of charge. I'm not looking to market on this or really capitalize on it. Sure, there's been a handful of you that have applied for the one of seven coaching program, which as this episode airs, will have already confirm those seven people. And in full transparency, I only had plans on working with seven people. The amount of feedback that I got was so much more significant than being able to only work with seven. I'm going to have to have multiple pods of seven people all running together because my goal is to impact a million people's lives. So if the decisions I'm making are based around that goal versus self-gratification or self-serving issues, then it makes it much more clear to answer my own questions. So taking this back to this woman sharing this message and understanding that some of my podcasts have been checking a box and some of them are not as on fire. And some of them are because my days just don't have as much exciting shit that goes on. No different, I'm sure, than your life. Except I take the time, energy, and effort to sit down in a studio and record 15 or 20 minutes a day of shit that actually happened in my life and I share it with you. Some of those messages are going to impact you and some aren't. I appreciate whatever part of this journey you've come on with me, but if you don't like what I have to say anymore, leave. There'll be more people to come after you. Maybe one day you'll come back. Maybe you won't. It doesn't really much matter. Because at the end of the day, this podcast is still for me. Yes, I know it's crazy, right? Like That was another thing that she said. Like It started out and it was just for you and now it feels like it's for everybody else. It's fucking not. When I share a message and a lesson that I learned, it reinstills and reaffirms the message that I know exists, but when I speak it into existence and I mentally take you through what happened, it creates a, a psychological event that makes it more embedded into my psyche, which makes it more accessible for memory recall for me. So I'm making new decisions going forward that it's not as, um, they're not as convoluted in the decision category. You know, however I want to say that in a more flowing manner, if I talk about what I have learned, 
then it's easier for me to recall what I've learned so then I can apply what I've learned. So wrap up a conversation with this young lady and Again, she's a phenomenal person. Like, couldn't be more thankful. And I'm going to trust the fact that this, this message is eventually going to find you and you're going to hear it. Like, thank you for shaking my cage. Like, thank you for what I call it in, you know, my training. Thanks for kicking me in the dick. Because you did. Like, you, you woke me up to, like, what am I actually saying on here? Then Pivot and Doug, my executive producer, the guy that creates all the content for social media, the guy that does all the cool stuff behind the scenes, I called Doug yesterday. So Doug has a, a, a good work environment, I think good from where we sit, where he's able to actually work from home a lot of the time. He's got a, a much faster computer and he's got kids he helps take care of, his own kids. His wife works. like He's got a really unique schedule, but I, it, family's super important to me, especially when you have young children. like it's, it's incredibly important. So in that, I call him to ask how many episodes we have in the hopper, and the hopper being episodes that I've recorded that have not yet aired for you yet. And as of our phone call, I asked, you know, how many, you know, what do you think? How are things with the podcast? It's like, man, these, these past couple episodes, you've kind of been checking boxes. They don't really sound so great. I'm like, fuck. This is the second guy, the second person to tell me this in like three days. This is another guy. I mean, I respect Doug tremendously. I'm like, well, actually, I wasn't asking what you thought of my content, you dick. I was asking, how many, epi- how many episodes we had before we ran out of content. And so he laughs, but it's that same triggering event. Like, I still have to stop and think, like, what am I really saying? What's really going on? Does this even matter? And the answer is yes. I go all the way back to some of those first episodes. There was an episode that is admittedly one of my selfish favorites. It's outlasting the suck. There's a part of every journey that any of us go on. Whether it's as you're courting or dating a partner, whether you've started a new job, whether you're you know, trying to change and transform your body, whether you're trying to find a higher connection to a spiritual leader, God, whoever you're into. There's a part of that journey that starts sucking, where people don't like your message, you, all hope is lost, and you want to throw in the towel. Like everything about you is saying just throw in the fucking towel. That moment, if I listen to... I'll just say her first name, Jessica. And if I listen to Doug, that moment for me is right now. Like, fuck it. I'm done. It's probably 165 episodes. I'm out. Had enough. I made it. Whatever. Hit number one overall on all iTunes. I got a screenshot of it. I can prove it. I can show my kids even though they won't care. Like, I'm just done. But that's only letting that small part of my brain that wants to hold me captive and keep me where I'm at That's allowing that part to take over. Because if my why is still impact a million people's lives, and if I can mentally see 1,460 episodes, 160 to 165 episodes does not equate to 1,460. It's just like this little microcosm of being like 10% through this so far. So it's going to change. It's going to morph. There's going to be some episodes and some formats that shift and, and maneuver. And some of those shift points and some of those maneuvers are going to make it so you feel uncomfortable as a listener. You're not going to want to come along for the ride. You like the old format. You like what I used to have to say. You like the way I spoke before. Awesome. Like, thanks. Part of the path that I'm on, the path that I encourage you to go on every day is continual and consistent expansion. If I am truly expanding and shifting every day, to be a higher and better version of myself, 
then my message and methodology should also shift and expand. By the nature of that, it's not going to sound the same day after day and week after week and month after month. And I'm okay with that. Like I have also shared in other episodes, I don't have all this shit figured out. What I have figured out is there's a certain part of like this therapeutic thing that comes over me to come in here and share actual shit that's happened in my life, some super meaningful and some not so meaningful, so I don't have to carry around the baggage anymore. And I'll tell you from the bottom of my heart, from the absolute depths of my soul, if the number 12 overall iTunes rank that I have at this moment plummets and I no longer exist on any iTunes chart, I will still record the podcast for 1,460 episodes because my why is greater than the pain associated with it. And because I don't care. It was super sexy to see ranking in the top 20 for a long time. Like, used to wake up and see that shit every morning. I used to look at Libsyn and see how many downloads I had. I was fucking pumped about it. That was another one of the feedback I got from some of you that maybe after that million downloads, this shit just doesn't matter to you anymore. You're wrong. I just stopped looking because it was a benchmark that really didn't mean anything to anybody other than me. Libsyn didn't send me some check. iTunes didn't send me some sort of balloon or care package. You as the listeners all didn't send me $1 to make me a millionaire. Nothing happened. Nothing changed. Other than the fact if I could look at this image on a computer screen and be like, all right, a million downloads. Awesome. I'm the man. Fuck that. That's stupid. I didn't impact a million people's life. Just a million people heard my voice. When a million people download my message or a million people ask me for you know, something in return from me or a million people join a coaching program or a million people's lives have truly been made better where I get some sort of confirmation that they applied what I shared and their life became a better version than before they heard me, that's what I'm shooting for. And this is a long game. Like I'll be recording this podcast long after you stop listening. Guarantee it. I hope you leave, which is crazy. Like I've started listening to more podcasts. So I want to see what other people's sound like. I want to hear, you know, how they interview. I, I want to, I'm trying to better this craft. And I fully realize like I'm on my own journey. I'm doing what I feel is right for me every day. And so Although I appreciate the feedback from Jessica and Doug, and although it was a pattern interrupt in its own right because it made me question how much fire I can bring to this and how impactful I can share the messaging, there is no chance in fuck that I stop recording podcasts. And there is zero chance I throw in the towel. Not until 1460. And 1460 will be the most epic episode I can ever come up with. Like if I can be on a private jet interviewing Tony Robbins and Bill Gates and name 12 other people and just go around the plane somehow, like that's 1460. Like the most obscene, obnoxious, like shouldn't happen, no way this guy can pull this off, that's 1460. Like that's going out with that cherry on top. But up until then... It's just daily messages, interviewing cool people that I want to talk to, interviewing people that have made an impact in my life in one capacity or another. Some you will have known and some you will never have heard of, and I'm using this platform to expose you to them because I think they matter. 
And if at any point along this journey, that no longer becomes fun to you, there are somewhere around 555,000 additional podcasts to go download. Grab one. Ride that for a while. See how it comes out. Gain some new knowledge. Gain some new perspective from them. Come back and say hi from time to time. I'm good with it. So all this, okay, so I, I, care, I covered the what, you know, the message from Doug and Jessica. Now I'm going to look at the why. Like, why does that matter? Well, it matters because it made me think for a second, am I still passionate about this? Could I do a better job delivering the message? Could I bring more passion to the microphone so you can hear it? That's the why. The lesson I learned from this is I'm never going to stop. Like 1,460 episodes or bust, nothing else. The lesson I also learned is the fact that I can bring some more passion to this. The other lesson I learned is haters are, I hate that term, haters. Not everybody is going to love the message or the way it's received, but nonetheless, the message still has to exist. So I'm not going to shy away from that. So those are some of the lessons I learned. Now the application part. How do you apply it to your life? And I think the easiest thing in the world is, are you willing to fight through when people tell you you shouldn't keep going? When you know, you're know you waking up every morning to go to the gym because you want to perfect your body or add you know, more weaponization to your body or you want to feel better in your own skin and you're not seeing the impactful results after the first month and those around you are saying, questioning like why you're even going. Why are you spending money on the gym membership? Why do you even care? You look fine how you are. Are you going to let that voice creep into your head and allow that to dictate your decisions? Or are you going to basically tell them to go fuck itself and you're going to keep going to the gym because it's more for you than it's for them? Same thing might exist in your relationship. You know, you really think about it and how often have your friends said you could do better or there's something or maybe you should leave when you know you should stay. Who knows the way that these outside people are questioning the validity of what you have going on inside your own household? But if you listen to that and let them run and navigate your life, especially if you wouldn't trade places with them, I think you're selling yourself short. And ultimately, when it comes down to business, it's much the same. You know, where in business are you allowing people to talk you out of your dreams? Like my dream is to record 1,460 podcasts in a row. Four years worth. Maybe your dream is to climb the corporate ladder to the job you're at, but you're starting right now in the mailroom and you're expressing that to the people in the mailroom with you and they're all laughing at you. You'll never do that. You can't do that. You don't have the intelligence. You didn't go to an Ivy League school. You didn't do it. Whatever the thing is that they think you have to do to magically climb the ladder, I encourage you to tell them to go pound salt and just keep doing what you know you need to do for you. So at the end of the day, the lesson for this, in my opinion, is when you can start having your why be more impactful than all the reasons as to why you can't get it done, and you hold that in the forefront of your mind every day, you'll find out that day over day, you're able to get shit done. <laughs>